0: You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Delphi, if you have any interest in archaeology or Greek history, then this site needs no introduction. If you want to know what's actually there, then stay tuned. This is episode 344 for the 10th of December, 2017. I'm Chris Webster, and this is ARC 365, a podcast today in 2017. This episode was written by Richie Cruz. Delphi is one of the most famous places in any book that takes place in ancient Greece. It was the place people of the ancient world consulted when they wanted to make important decisions. It was the seat of Pythia, the high priestess of the Temple of Apollo. The Oracle of Delphi is mentioned in almost every old Greek book you'd read in high school. It was also a real place with real buildings, real artifacts, and one of the places where every four years the Pan-Hellenic Games were held, the thing that inspired the modern Olympics. Delphi lies in the shadow of Mount Parnassus in central Greece. Signs of occupation at Delphi can be traced back to the Neolithic period, 9,000 to 3,000 BC. The city that archaeologists know today began to be settled during the Mycenaean period, the Greek Bronze Age, 1600 to 11 BC. The city that we all know from Greek mythology and literature dates from the 6th century BC. The Ottoman village of Castri was eventually built upon the ruins of Delphi, which had suffered a series of landslides that left much of it buried underneath tons of soil. Even as Delphi sank out of sight, travelers continued to visit the site. The people living at the village that sat over the ruins of Delphi, however, resisted any excavation efforts. Formal archaeological investigations of Delphi were not carried out until the village of Castry was struck by an earthquake in 1870. The residents of the village were relocated nearby, and the first excavations at the site were begun in 1880. In 1892, one of the most famous excavations in archaeological history, Le Grand Foyer, or Great Excavation, was organized by the French Archaeological School. It was a massive undertaking managed by the international team of archaeologists who had to demolish the village standing upon the ruins of Delphi, built a small railway to haul away soil and debris, and all the assorted living and working spaces such as large undertaking would require. The excavation uncovered many of the structures of Delphi. The most famous of these is the Temple of Apollo, Lesser-known but equally interesting structures include treasures built by many Greek city-states to commemorate military victories they attributed to advice given by the Oracle of Delphi. These buildings were then filled with treasures as offerings to the Greek god Apollo. The Siphian treasury was built by the city of Siphnos, whose citizens gave a tithe, or tenth of something, in this case silver, to celebrate the yield from their silver mines. The most popular place for tourists to take photos is the Tholos, or at the Sanctuary of Athena. A circular building that has 20 outer Doric columns, which are fluted and have no base, but do usually have a plain square top called a capital. And 10 inner Corinthian columns, which have really elaborate capitals decorated with leaves and scrolls. Delphi is also home to a large number of intact athletic statues, which were often found damaged by looters and the effects of aging at other sites. While Delphi may be always most famous for its place in Greek literature and mythology, the actual city is fascinating in its own right. Thank you. That's it for this episode of ARC 365. Please share this episode on your social media sites so others can have fun and learn about archaeology too. Please consider a donation to ARC 365 by sponsoring an episode for just $35. You can find the sponsor page at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash sponsor ARC 365. Thanks and have a great 2017 with the Archaeology Podcast Network. The song Storm Diggin' was written, performed, and recorded by Steve Webster. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle